Milestones. What are they? And what do they have to do with my husband's death? And loss. Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. Great tips and unique ideas on what you can do to support your friend with cancer. Hi everybody, my name is Kim Hamer. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. I'm so glad that you are here. So today is more of a personal podcast. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about milestones. But before I do that, I want to remind you all to please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single podcast. I post podcasts every single Wednesday. And also, this is the perfect place for you if you are a leader or an HR professional who is dealing with an employee affected by cancer. Cancer in the workplace not only affects the employee dealing with it, but it affects the team, productivity, engagement, employee engagement, and of course, the company's bottom line. So a couple milestones came up for me recently. For those of you who don't know, my husband died of cancer uh, back in 2009. Our kids were 12, 9, and 7 at the time. And that is actually one of the milestones that I recently hit. So I wanted to, so let me just, so let me just give you the definition of a milestone. A stone set up beside a road to mark the distance in miles to a particular place. To a particular place is the part of that definition that has me a little bit flummoxed. I love that word. My oldest son turned 24. By the time you listen to this, it will be two or three weeks ago. And it's a milestone because he is now going to be on earth longer without a father than he was on earth with a father. The other two also passed those same milestones. My youngest passed that milestone at 14 and my middle, my daughter, passed the milestone at 18. But this was sort of that last kid milestone for me. I don't know how else to explain it. And I had thought about this milestone in the past. I remember thinking within a few years after Art died that at some point each of the children will be on this earth longer without their father than they were with their father. And back then it just broke my heart. So Langston turned 24 and starting on April 16th, which is the anniversary of my husband's death, Langston will be on this earth longer without a father than he was with a father. And that hurts. And I don't know what I was expecting. It wasn't like this milestone. I I, I don't know. I think there's a crazy part of me, and I'm 100% crazy. I thought that somehow, in the back of my mind, I just thought it would be better and that art would show up. And I know that sounds crazy. That doesn't make any logical sense. I remember on day 366, after the one-year anniversary after Art died, being pissed off that he didn't walk in the door the, the day before. Because in my, I knew in my head that didn't make any sense, but in my heart that is so what I wanted to happen. And when he did walk in the door, I'd kill him for putting us through that hell that he put us through that year. And of course, he didn't walk through that door. The grief mind is not a logical mind, and I think that's something that most people who haven't experienced close loss don't understand. 
We get that it makes no sense to do some of the things that we're doing, or sometimes we don't even get that, but we feel in our hearts that we need to do these things. So back to my son, my oldest son. So on April 16th this year, in 2021, he will start his process of being on this earth longer without my husband, Art, than he was with him. When I married Art, I knew I was marrying a good, a potentially good father. In fact, that's one of the reasons I married him, because he was going to be a co-parent with me, and he was in every way. So this one just hurts It just hurts, even though it's been 12 years since my husband died. This one just hurts. The second milestone that happened yesterday was the very last blade that he had in the pack of blades we bought him is now on the razor that he had. My husband was diagnosed with cancer in January, and in February he ran out of razors, which didn't seem to make that much of a difference because he was going through the type of chemo that made his hair, that that caused hair loss. And we, I remember having to get the pack of razors from Costco because, you know, you get a pack of razors from Costco. It's a good deal because we needed to shave his head. So we bought the razors and then that was in February and then he died in April. And I'd never used his razors. He'd always asked me not to use his razors because somehow leg hair would make the razors dull and then he'd have to go through the razors, go go through the blades, right, faster than he wanted to. So I never used his razors and they were in the shower and I, you know, I started to use them. But it's taken me 12 years to work through this pack. I'm not a particularly hairy person, clearly. Maybe I need to shave a little bit more. I don't know. But it's taken me 12 years to work through this pack of blades. And yesterday I put the last, the very last blade on the razor and I'll use it for however long I'll use it for and then I'll throw it out. And that's just a milestone, but it's a milestone to what, right? Because the definition is a miles to a particular place. And I don't know where this place is I'm trying to get. I remember when Art first died, I started counting days. There was day one and day 30, and I remember day 91 because that was the day that Pallas came into the bathroom. My daughter came into the bathroom hysterically crying because she had just realized that her father wouldn't be around for the all-important turning 10 going double digits. And I counted days on purpose The place I was trying to get to when I was counting those days is I was trying to get to a place where there was less pain, where I wouldn't miss him so much, where I wouldn't long for him. That's where I was trying to get to. And I did get there. It was like day 1,400 something. It took way longer than I thought it was going to take. And so with these milestones of my son turning 24 and of my using the very last set of blades... I don't know what I'm trying to get to. I don't know where this particular place is. I keep thinking that maybe someday it won't hurt as much. But I honestly don't think that day is ever going to come. Or it will come and that day will be the last breath that I take. Now for those of you who don't understand loss, I want to be very clear I do not go around longing for my husband every single day. I don't cry. You won't find me crumbled up on the floor week after week missing my husband 12 years later. 
the grief has morphed and changed and shifted and it continues to do so. And that's the beauty of the grief is that while I know these, these intense moments of loss happen, they don't last for as long and I know 100% sure that I can survive them. So please don't go around thinking that, oh, Kim, she needs to get over her husband. Because if you think that, that just simply means that you don't understand how grief works. Please don't go around telling your friend that they should get over their loss or your coworker that isn't it time for them to move on. Because there's never a time to move on. In fact, I want to take something back. I think I do know where that particular place is going where that particular place is, what, this, what these milestones are marking my way towards. These milestones are marking my way towards a life that I've lived longer, longer without him than with him. They're working my way towards losing him, losing him in my memory, losing the stories that we share together. That's really what it is. Because every day that I'm alive without him is a day that he fades from my memory. So that's really what I want to say about milestones. They're there. We all have them. And they're not the ones that we think that they're going to be. Yes, there are the year anniversaries, the two, the three, the four, the five, whatever, all those anniversaries. But the milestones that often mean the most are the ones that are unexpected and come up in random ways. So that is what I want to say about milestones. And I'd love to hear what your milestones are. If you've suffered a significant loss, if someone in your life who you're close to died, I'd love to hear about what your milestones were, what your milestones were for that coworker who died who you really cared for, what your milestones were for your mom or your child, or your partner, or your sibling. I'd love to hear what those milestones were for you. So please make sure you reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook, or on LinkedIn. I'd... All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me. You have a most excellent, excellent day. And please remember, you, yes, you. I'm talking to you who may feel like, what you do doesn't matter and no one cares. You matter. You matter. Have a great day.